Welcome to Bed Crime Stories Podcast. I'm your host, T. To my loyal bed crimers, let me say good day to you. Thanks for showing up. To anyone new to my channel, a special welcome. And let me just ask you this after you watch the video, listen to the video. If you enjoyed it, found it interesting, please do me a favor and hit the like button. Now let's get started. We know so little about the police's suspect, Richard Allen, and we know so little about what exactly his charges say about the crime. Personally, I'm interested in learning every detail I can about Richard Allen and his life. So in that vein, I thought I'd share with you what a handwriting expert says Alan's handwriting tells her about his personality and character. The handwriting expert in question is named Dr. Moselle Martin. And Dr. Martin took a cursory look at Richard Allen's handwritten letter to the authorities. That would be the letter he wrote in which he asked for legal assistance. Martin then did an analysis of Allen's handwriting. Dr. Martin said that she was not well-versed in the Delphi case and only had about 15 minutes to do the analysis before getting on a plane. She was doing the analysis because many of her subscribers asked her for this. So with that background information out of the way, let me share with you what Dr. Martin said about Alan's handwriting as it appears in that letter. And note that I will share a link to Dr. Martin's video in the description just in case you want to check her out. The first thing Dr. Martin pointed out was that Richard Allen used indentation to delineate one paragraph from another. This is something we all learned in English. According to Dr. Martin, this tells her that Richard Allen is not a rule breaker. Now, that had me confused right out of the gate. Surely whoever committed this crime against Libby German and Abby Williams had to be a rule breaker. I mean, you don't hurt little kids like that if you're a rule follower. I mean, do you? But I wanted to hear Dr. Martin's entire analysis, so I didn't allow this one bit to lead me to the conclusion that she doesn't know what she's talking about. And I'm glad I continued listening because it turns out our handwriting sometimes shows contradictions in our personality and our character. Okay, so the next thing Dr. Martin noticed was how close some words in the letter were to each other. This told her that Richard Allen has little respect for the privacy and boundaries of other people. Next, Dr. Martin pointed out the degree of slant of many letters. She said this slant tells her that Allen can appear charming, but it's only a superficial charm. It's just on the surface. And because of this superficial charm, Allen would have been the person least likely suspected of committing this crime. That's likely why he was able to fly under the radar for so long. Dr. Martin also pointed out Allen's use of bizarre, unnatural spacing throughout the letter. And she pointed out the second sentence where he spells the word hereby with the Y way too far away from the rest of the word. This indicated to the doctor that Alan has the ability to disassociate, which means he has no sense of guilt or remorse. She then said Alan is antisocial, 
and those slanted letters she mentioned earlier are also known as weapons, apparently in handwriting analysis speak. In Allen's note, they are found throughout the letter. The expert said that having so many slants in the letters tells her that Allen most likely has committed this crime before. I don't know if the slant signifies some violent tendency, but again, they were found throughout Allen's letter. Next, Dr. Martin talked about Allen's capital I's. In handwriting analysis, apparently the top of a capital I is female, and the bottom of it is considered male. The vertical line of the capital I represents the letter's author. Per Martin, 83% of the time, the capital letter I tells experts how the writer feels about his relationship with his parents. The other 17% can be other important people in the writer's life, grandparents, siblings, children, spouse, girlfriend, boyfriend. The capital I also sheds light on how the writer feels about himself or herself. Dr. Martin pointed out the second capital I that appears in Allen's first sentence. That capital I indicates that Allen has a lot of anger toward a male. So much anger, in fact, that Allen wishes that male would die. Dr. Martin said that 83% of the time, that male figure is the writer's father. And I will admit that when I saw Richard Allen's high school yearbook photos where he's sporting a buzz cut, I thought that that severe haircut might be down to a militaristic father who insisted on that cut. Allen graduated from high school in 1991. And as far as I remember, buzz cut hairstyles for men in the early 90s were not a thing. This is pure speculation on my part. If Alan turns out to be guilty of this crime, and if he is found to be a serialist, as in someone who committed the red rum crime multiple times on separate occasions, it will be interesting to learn what his childhood home was really like inside the four walls. Is Alan someone who was born with a desire to hurt others, or... Is he a victim himself of some cruelty and or hurt in his early childhood, which led him to feelings of rage toward other people? Back to Dr. Martin. She said that the capital I on the second line hinted at a disconnection from a female. And in 83% of the cases, 83% seems to be the happy percent here in handwriting analysis, this would be a mother figure. But it could also be Alan's wife or daughter or sister. Note that one of Alan's classmates from high school described him as coming from a good family. Now I'm wondering if this good family image was perhaps a facade and maybe inside the house, things were not so perfect and upstanding. Again, it's pure speculation. We don't know. It's just as likely that Richard Allen came from two lovely, kind parents, and somehow he found his way to evil, that is, if he is found guilty of this crime, all by himself. According to Dr. Martin, the capital I on line 7 of the letter indicates a desire to control a female. That's very interesting because Superintendent Carter of the Indiana State Police 
did say back in 2017 when this crime occurred that the crime was about power, the desire to control others. Capital I on line 8, according to Dr. Martin, shows anger against a male, a disconnect to others, and the desire to control a female. Line 15 shows even more anger on the male portion of the eye, indicating anger toward a male in Alan's life. Dr. Martin said that the handwriting also indicates that Alan is very angry with himself and at himself and has thoughts of doing himself in. She noted that this self-hatred has nothing to do with feeling guilt or remorse, by the way. The expert noted this desire to do himself in in letters that fall or dip below the line. In line one, this dip appears in the words cause, listed, and above. There are more as well. I'm not going to list them all here. You can look at the letter and see the examples for yourself. There were tons of them. The doctor expressed concern that Alan might attempt to do himself in or create a situation where others will take care of that job for him, as in other inmates. She said that if he doesn't try this, she will be very surprised. I hope the prison staff keeps an eye on Alan so that nothing happens to him between now and his trial. It sounds like Richard Allen's handwriting indicates mostly a hatred of himself. She said that his signature showed this self-hatred and also resentment against his father. Dr. Martin then said that overall, his spacing indicates he has a need to be around others, yet his signature shows that he doesn't want to communicate with others and has a need for personal privacy. Per Dr. Martin, these contradictions are indicative of someone who's confused about himself. That's very interesting. Sounds like if Richard Allen is found to be responsible for Libby and Abby's deaths, he's aware of his dark desires, but doesn't entirely understand them, and or maybe wishes he could control them, but he can't. Pure speculation, but it reminds me of Jeffrey Dahmer. I've been watching some of the shows about Dahmer, and he seemed to be driven by something that he felt he could not control. He recognized it, but he didn't have a handle over it. Dr. Martin also called Alan predictably unpredictable and said that because of his self-hatred, he is pretentious. She also said that Alan used his mundane life to keep himself in check. On the one hand, he wanted people to know who he was or is, Yet at the same time, he's self-protective. And now, as we all know, everyone knows Richard Allen and who he is. At least everyone in Delphi and everyone in the true crime community. Dr. Martin said Allen's signature means more right than the rest of his writing, which apparently indicates he's a cold-hearted, unemotional person who tries to put on an air of being warm and affectionate. He's picky. He can be scheming and hypocritical. Because his signature shrinks, it becomes smaller in places. It shows he has a severe personality disorder.
allegedly, of course, we don't know this. This is speculation. He lacks self-confidence and usually only befriends those he considers more psychologically unstable than himself. This one made me wonder what some of Alan's bar friends are like. Remember, he goes to that, or he used to go to J.C.'s Bar and Grill? Dr. Martin says that Alan likes to go unnoticed by the public and feels unworthy of anything. But the rest of his writing shows that he wants to be noticed. So he has this contradiction, which is another sign, apparently, of a personality disorder. Dr. Martin said that Alan could easily become a con artist in order to take advantage of others. And because of his wavy baseline on his signature, if you look at it, the letters are kind of wavy. Alan, at least per Dr. Martin, is not stable and could commit a crime without hesitation. The whip on the end of his last name in the signature, it's basically a long line that kind of whips out means that Alan could subjugate people and commit acts of the B word that means time people up. I definitely cannot say that on YouTube, sorry. Alan hates being alone, doesn't have a lot of motivation or goals based on his weak eye dots. Those are the lowercase eyes. Dr. Martin also said Alan could be schizoid, but she doesn't have enough of his handwriting to make such a judgment. Schizoid means having a personality type characterized by emotional aloofness and solitary habits. As far as how Richard Allen feels about his wife, Kathy, Dr. Martin said it shows in the way he distances the word wife from the other words around it. He pushes the word wife away with wider spacing, such as on line 11. And the way he writes the F in wife per Martin shows that Richard Allen is pessimistic and fatalistic. Dr. Martin says she believes that Allen has hated himself so much throughout his life that he is truly incapable of loving his wife, Kathy, or anyone else. Dr. Martin also stated that she feels the words in this letter have an underlying motivation, and it's not about being concerned about his wife or others. Dr. Martin then asked her audience if anyone knows what Richard Allen's relationship was like with his mother, and if there was a situation where a surrogate was in his life, as in a surrogate mother. I don't know the answer to that question yet. It will be very interesting to find out. And if any of you guys know Richard Allen or know about his family and know the answer to that question, please send me an email. Then Dr. Martin looked at Allen's T-crossings. She said they were varied, but each style indicated that Alan thinks about violence every single day. There are several that look like a cross, and these indicate that Alan feels responsible for someone else's death. But Dr. Martin was quick to point out that this doesn't mean that Alan feels remorse for that death. It's just his acknowledgement that he feels responsible for it. Some of the T's indicated to Dr. Martin that Alan wants to be in control. The T's that look like mushroom tops indicated his awareness of the need 
to control his thoughts. To Dr. Martin, this means Alan is aware of how dangerous he is to others and that he should have sought professional help but chose not to do so. The doctor also stated that some of Alan's D-stems, the bottom of the D, look like knife blades, and the Fs look like fish hooks. These styles indicated to Dr. Martin that Alan is physically capable of following through on his dark thoughts. Dr. Martin also felt that Alan has an addictive personality, as in someone who uses drugs or alcohol. Martin did not see this as a gambling or money problem. And I think that's very interesting because we have heard that his wife, Kathy, once dialed 911 because her husband was intoxicated, acting in a manner that frightened her enough to want to call the police. Dr. Martin said that many of the violent inmates she's worked with in the past told her that they used drugs or alcohol to mitigate their desires, but others told her that using these drugs and alcohol made them feel braver to commit their crimes. Until the next time on Bed Crime Stories. Now do me a favor, if you enjoyed this, hit the like button, subscribe if you're not yet subscribed, leave me a comment. What do you think about handwriting analysis? Is it real? Is it a bunch of baloney? What do you think? And I'll see you next time.